This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you. This is BetQL Daily, weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time of the BetQL Audio Network and uh, Raj, here's your headline, ESPN.com on Thursday afternoon. NFL to partner with bookmakers, Caesars Entertainment, DraftKings, and FanDuel. Every single day there is some massive sports betting story. So they are keeping David Purdom very, very busy over there at ESPN. Follow him on Twitter, at David Purdom. How you doing, David? I'm doing great, Joe. Glad to be with you finally. Yes, thank you so much uh, for jumping on the show. So what details can we share about uh, this this thing that came out yesterday? Like, you know, we, we cover this every single day, but it kind of smacks you in the face about how big this is when you see a guy like Adam Schefter tweeting about it. Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, first, we know this is a historic for the NFL. They had, you know, been the um, the last professional, major professional league here in the U.S., to begin to partner with bookmakers. Uh, they kind of took their time and tried to see how the market evolved over the last three years since the legalization. And then they came out with and said, we're going to go with three partners instead of just one official partner. They, they named some of the three of the biggest in Caesars, DraftKings, and FanDuel. Uh, the partnerships are said to be for five years. NFL has a couple years that they can exit out early. And when you combine all of them together, all three of them, they're supposedly worth close to a billion dollars so yeah big deal wow uh, i mean and we all knew the nfl l- look I, while they may not have publicly embraced this gambling space for a long time they they knew and they knew that part of their popularity is because of the gambling space so what is the next step for i mean this is a big deal but what is the next step beyond this because they both sides here are going to try to continue to grow so, so what happens next? So in the immediate, I think the things that fans will see that's different that happens is you're going to start seeing point spreads and odds integrated into NFL platforms, not necessarily during mm-hmm. games, but, you know, like on the NFL network, sometimes on NFL.com, and that hasn't happened yet. So we're going to start to see that. When you go a little bit further big picture, I think the really interesting thing is if you noticed Arizona legalized sports betting and they allow uh, sports teams or sports venues to have a license, Virginia has done that. And the Washington football team owns actually a sports betting license down in Washington, D.C. You've got the Washington Capitals, Capitals and Washington Wizards uh, that have a sports book inside Capital One Arena. And the same thing is going on up in your way in Illinois where the Cubs are putting away drafting sports books uh, near Wrigley Field. So those things are really interesting to me because maybe this isn't just going to be a partnership here in the future. Maybe the NFL is going to be its own bookmaker. Wow. Uh, not only, I mean, when you talk about B billion dollars, that that's massive, 
But uh, David, I think we've we've got to rewind a little bit and just remind people of some stories that have happened in the NFL. When you bring up Vegas, when you bring bring up gambling, how much they've distanced themselves. Uh, remember when Tony Romo got slapped on the wrist? Oh, we'll never have a football team. Where are the Raiders with their gorgeous stadium right now? Uh, it, years ago, David, um, weren't wasn't NBC not allowed to run promos? For the television show Vegas, I believe there was something like they weren't allowed to run um, city promos for Las Vegas during the Super Bowl. I know that one. I'm not. Okay. That, that's funny about that. That uh, I, I used to watch that show way back. It was about 15, <laughs> 20 years ago. It was kind of a soap opera. Josh Demall, right? That's that show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that girl from 90210, too. Um, <laughs> oh, what was her name? But yeah, yeah, that was a funny show. <laughs> Terrible, but, but funny. But what what was the Romo story when, when he couldn't ha- have, I forgot if it was a party or some fantasy football thing going on out there? He wanted to do one of the uh, kind of a hybrid fantasy football in the way we think about it, about, you know, fantasy statistics and contests combined with a bunch of players over there. So it was one of those things where they have legends of the game come in and everybody gets autographs and things. And he wanted to do it at the convention center that is connected to the Venetian. They're right there on the Las Vegas Strip. It's You walk through, if anybody's ever been there, you walk through uh, the Venetian Hotel and the casino and you go way down these alley type things and you end up in a, a convention center you know a lot of hotels are, are hooked into those type things but so he was going to have it in the convention center and didn't think it was going to be a big deal but the nfl said uh, no no he's too close connected to the casino uh casino that has sports betting so they, they wouldn't allow him to do that Joe and I were talking about this earlier, and I'm doing the show right now from St. Louis, and Missouri is one of the states where you cannot do any online betting at the moment. The Kansas City Chiefs are in this state. Um, There are a lot of casinos in this state that have been here for a long time, so I'm assuming the slow... Uh, rollout of online betting has something to do with them. Do, Do you have any idea when the online gambling space in general is going to expand to states like this and those that don't have it yet, and it's about half the country? Uh, you know, Missouri has looked at sports betting specifically. Uh, they haven't quite got it past the uh, finish line yet. Uh, there's a lot of parties reaching out their hands to, to get a piece of the pie, and it's always a little bit more complicated. Uh, really in that, uh, you know, Midwest, Southern Midwest area over there, we really haven't seen much action there. Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, of course, Texas, so all, all not uh, legalized sports betting. Nebraska, you know, if you want to go a little bit farther north, that wasn't either. So uh, that, that little row there uh, has not had much success. But as long as people are talking about it, the lawmakers are talking about it, and it's discussion, and it's continuing to grow, and they see these numbers that are coming out of the state it kind of feels almost inevitable that everyone eventually will have some form of a legalized sports betting market. When that is, uh, anybody's guess, but I would think Missouri would be in line the next wave, probably maybe a 2022 thing, maybe be up and running by 2023. How many states in a year, David? This year? Well, in one year from now. Oh, uh, what are we, we're at 26 in the District of Columbia. Uh, we're going to get several more, I would think, by the end of the year. I, I, I'll, I would put the number about 30, over under 30 by the end of the year. Okay. 
Okay. With uh, David Purdom, find his work, ESPN Chalk. Follow him on Twitter by his name, at David Purdom. Uh, on this NFL deal, uh, first thing that I started thinking about is, will we see some of this in pregame coverage? Because the NFL has told their broadcasters, do not touch it. Al Michaels could slip it in because his name's Al Michaels. Or Brent used to do it years ago, and Twitter would erupt, and everyone would laugh, laugh over it. Um, so I don't – like you mentioned, I don't know that we'll get it during the games, but I started thinking about Red Zone, which is how I spend most of my NFL Sundays, and it's all fantasy. I'm wondering if that fantasy will be a hybrid of sports betting involved since we know sports betting is much bigger than fantasy football and uh, some of the pregame stuff. What do you think for this upcoming season? I think we'll see definitely see more of it um, and more integration of the odds and point spread specifically into pregame coverage. They were still working out some details uh, when I talked to them uh, yesterday, the NFL, uh, about exactly what will be allowed and what won't be allowed. Uh, but they were definitely confident that they were, were going to see more point spreads and odds talk integrated into their platforms, including Red Zone. Um, another interesting thing about that, there also might be some post-game highlights after the game is over. You may see post-game highlights on, for example, DraftKings uh, sports betting app or FanDuel sports betting app or Caesar sports betting app. So uh, that'll be a first, too, and that'll be all awfully interesting just because of what you guys just said. I mean, the dramatic pivot that they have made in three years is remarkable. Is there still any, uh, you know, and I'm not sure how legitimate the concern was to begin with. I, I think it might've just been for show about gambling, infiltrating sports and infiltrating the NFL. Um, but is there on the league's part, any real concern about fully embracing these numbers and talking about gambling, talking about spreads and props and lines and everything during the broadcast? Like what's, what's the legit concern there? Well, I, I don't know if it's so much of them talking during the broadcast. Uh, they just didn't want to be close to sports betting in previous years. Really. They just kind of stiff armed it. I've said it many times. Uh, they kept it away. Uh, like you said, they, they knew, hey, uh, there's this game's a blowout. A lot of people are only hanging in there to see if this goes over the total. Uh, they, they're not. They're very smart people. They're very smart business people. And they were making contingency plans throughout their case against uh, New Jersey when they were battling to get this done. Uh, you know, they always talked about the, the, the fear of the damage to the integrity of the game. And if there were to be a game that come out to be fixed, even as improbable as it seems, uh, yeah, I mean, that would kind of damage their reputation. However, you know, there's always going to be those conspiracy people. They're always going to think we have them now. And the likelihood of an NFL game fixed is just very minute, in my opinion. I mean, this guy makes so much money. There's so many eyeballs on it. It just seems like there would be better ways to uh, make money if you were into match fixing. David, a few weeks ago, uh, news broke that DraftKings acquired VEASAN. And um, we've seen more and more of these sports books provide their own content. We see it in Twitter with short videos and they're doing their own podcasts and all that. Is that the future? That all of these sports books are going to be providing their own content in on multiple platforms. I mean, I don't think it's the future. I think it's the present. It's happening present, now. Yeah. You just mentioned it. I mean, all these 
uh, places are hiring media executives. DraftKings hired a media executive. Uh, FanDuel puts out regular content. PointsBet puts out right card. You got Barstool, who's always you know collaborated. Uh, it really seems to be here, and it is one of the things that uh, I, when I was kind of looking at what has changed over the last three years, what really has changed. Because I wanted to write something for the uh, past May anniversary. It's coming up on, on May 14th, and uh, sports books becoming media outlets. Uh, it was one of the things that stood out to me. So I, I think we're here. You know, we spent a little bit of time talking about, well, I guess a lot of time talking about the NFL draft coming up. Is there is there anybody that you like beyond the the first two quarterbacks? We know what what's going to happen there. And we know what the odds are for, you know, who's going to be the third pick, fourth pick, and so on. Is, is there anybody that you like? You know, I am not educated enough on it. I haven't looked at the odds <laughs> to give things, but I can tell you this that the draft, I was just talking to a William Hill oddsmaker yesterday. He says, no matter what we do on the draft, we're going to lose. We're going to lose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose. They cannot keep up with the news that comes out and things switching and news leaking and so forth. Uh, it's almost just the uh, cost of doing business to have these up there and accept that, hey, the betters are going to beat us on these. Uh, with David Perta from ESPN. David, looking forward to that piece on the anniversary of PASPA. We're almost at three years uh, when that happened on May 14, 2018, uh, did you think this would be the landscape three years later? Yeah, um, I think we've grown about the pace that I thought we would. Half the states, so more than half the states have uh, legalized sports betting. Um, I think the biggest change to me is something I mentioned earlier, uh, just the embrace of the sports leagues and putting these sports books inside stadiums. I never thought we'd see that. That has been a definite mm. surprise. I didn't think the leagues would go there. And now the Phoenix Suns just announced the other day that they are going to put a sports book in their state, in their arena, a FanDuel sports book. We mentioned Wrigley Fields looking at it. And that is something that has surprised me. How did everyone react to uh, the Daily Wager show the other day? We had Doug Kazarian on earlier in the week to talk about uh, the Philly Brooklyn game that you guys are doing. Yeah, it was exciting to get that out there. You know, that's the first one they have done. I thought they did a really good job. Doug is so good. I, I can't tell you how talented he is to manage all that he does. Mr. Fortenbaugh, his little sidekick there, is pretty funny all the time, too. So I thought they did a good job keeping it, uh, you know, what, what what it should be, fun, entertaining, and trying to give a, out a little insight here and there. So I thought they did a good job. David Purdom, ESPN, at David Purdom on Twitter. If you're into sports betting news, he is a must-follow. Thank you so much for your time today, David. Thank you, guys. Bye. Good stuff. Uh, David Purdom. Boy, the NFL has flipped, huh? Oh, billion dollars? Mm -hmm. We're in now. Just like yeah. every other sport, we're in. They were the last one to give in. They didn't have to before. Uh, but now they have this billion-dollar deal. Unbelievable. All right, lightning bets are next. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.